so you want to listen to a pretty all right podcast about wrestling, do ya? Well, the natural lag just flag has said time and time again that there's only one podcast that's the most decent and the most all right in the industry today. And that's who? It's the Jane Raymond Wrestling Podcast. For episode nine, Nueve, as they say, of the Game Rage Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. And as usual, I am your host, the host with the most, and who loves to boast, Josh. And I'm here with the other man of the hour, the man with the power, the man with flair, who also has the hair, Adam. Howdy. So we have a few things to talk about today. Oh, we do. Uh, if there was, I'm going to make a mental note Yeah. for our, our timestamp. Oh, yeah, true. So timestamp, this, this is roughly how it's going to go. On the docket. Okay, correct. We have Monday Night Raw, and of course... Smackdown yeah. that have happened in the last couple of weeks. We haven't had an episode true uh, in the last couple of weeks. And then the last portion of the episode is going to be dedicated talking to, talking about the faction known as Evolution. Probably one of the greatest factions of all time, if not the best. I would say it's probably the greatest faction. They're probably the greatest faction of all yeah. time. Yeah, so uh, I have some thoughts because I've been thinking about it in terms of our own success or our own journey that yeah. I, I just want to talk about. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all right, so that's, let's that's that will be the main course, the main right. event. So let's let's get into what's happened in the current state of the WWE since we last spoke. And we last talked to recap, CM Punk had returned. Right. And we talked about it. He did his little promo on Monday Night Raw, which was which uh, was kind of uh flat, very whack. I boring, didn't yeah. scripted didn't feel right. authentic to himself. Yes, exactly. So since then, we've had another, we've had a SmackDown and another Monday Night Raw. And another, and another SmackDown. So we had two, Smackdown. two SmackDowns yeah. in a Raw. Yeah. So the SmackDown afterwards was quite uneventful. I felt like Roman Reigns did what didn't show up. It was basically just fucking Randy Orton. I think he gave a he gave that little he gave, did he do something what did he do he did something or was that on raw that was, maybe i'm getting my day he signed his contract and he, yeah they had some kind of an encounter where la knight came to the rescue and they had right. like a tenuous alliance because I, I believe it's against the bloodline if i'm not mistaken well this this week it actually right it came to fruition again on smackdown yeah uh so yeah i i think that's kind of like the bulk of what happened uh on raw we had uh cm punk signing his fucking contract with monday night raw obviously seth rollins came out and i i did like 
Seth Rollins side of the promo that that they cut. Mm. I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was heartfelt. It was kind of the opposite of CM Punk's seemed very, like you said, scripted. It seemed very WWE writers, uh, I guess, is what it felt like. And pandering to the crowd of, oh, I'm here, I'm home, blah, blah, blah. And then, honestly, this was probably by design because as Seth Rollins says in his promo, you don't get to call this place home. You don't get to fucking say shit about this because you just sat here for 10 years and tried to tear us all down yeah. and say how we're all a bunch of shitbags, basically. So you don't get to come say, oh, I'm back home. Hooray. Get fucked. And I liked that. I thought that was good. I enjoyed it. What'd you feel about that? All right. <clears throat> My theory on why CM Punk is delivering these uh, very sweet candy like. Yeah, yeah promos is maybe to get under every maybe it's a work maybe it's a, a work to get under people's skin because everybody's expecting him to drop these fucking nukes uh in these promos and he's like no nah, i'm gonna play nice he's like i gotta keep my job this this is a uh, corporate corporate punk yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is corporate muppet punk dude yeah he should uh, just be corporate phil that's what his name should be <laughs> corporate phil <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. This is Phil Brooks talking. Yeah, um, this is the corporate Phil Brooks. I, maybe like, what if that gets under Seth Rollins' skin more because he's actually playing by the rules now? Yeah, I don't know. Just that kinda, might just that, a, just a random thought. That's a good. I mean, that's a very good theory. I think that he's like, I can't lose my job. I gotta yeah. eat. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I I gotta feed. I gotta feed people, man. Yeah, I can't be fucking around and finding out. Um, my my money from my last run just ran out. That's why I had to come back. Yeah. Um, as far as the exchange between both of them. I think I think the deeper cuts are going to come because there yeah. was there was a I think there was a, a match where I think CM Punk beat Shield, I think by himself. Mm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm waiting for that to be dropped, like yeah, for yeah. continuity to kind right. of, you know, reminisce about the old times to jog our memory. I have a feeling that is going to be dropped at some point. He's like, why? Why would I be threatened by you if I've defeated the shield by myself in one match yeah i defeated the three of you uh one of you is basically the, the only the champion because uh you know i haven't been around or yeah whatever. and you seth rollins are basically the you you're essentially uh the land of the blind the one-eyed man is king and that's how you are the champion and the other the third one he fucked off and went somewhere <laughs> else to that's he went to the amateur hour yeah so why yeah why would i be scared of you yeah and then you could dig old dirt up and say hey weren't you the guy that destroyed the shield oh and, yeah that's true yeah so what the fuck are you lecturing about when you're, you're the one that betrayed your brothers so. yeah exactly like i i'm waiting for those he <laughs> those fucking heavy blows to come out i that's yeah. what i'm waiting for dude yeah, like he, has, he hasn't gone nuclear yet and i'm waiting no, for it yeah but and i i think when he does do it and they start really going at it i hope that they keep them separated I hope I hope they don't touch each other until whenever the match. I don't know if it's going to be at the Royal Rumble. I don't know if they're setting this up long con and they're going to they're going to wait to even face each other until WrestleMania, perhaps. Because I do. The only thing I don't like about this storyline is I don't like CM Punk getting thrust into it's the main event soon, picture too it's, soon. It's the same mistake that AEW made. With, in my opinion, with him, they threw him in 
Yeah, he did like one match with fucking, I think, Darby Allen or something. And John Moxley. And John Moxley. They had a series, yeah. Right. But like it, that was only over like the course of a month, a month or so. Yeah. And then they threw him into the title picture. Which, if I if I recall correctly, I think he actually took the title off of fucking Hangman Page. So. I think he did. I think he was the one, yeah, after Hangman Page, and then he... Yeah, I think that's what happened. Which I didn't think that it was time for Hangman Page to fucking give up the title yet. I still think he had, he had good life in the run. And honestly, to me, Hangman Page is a main event guy. I think he has what it takes. He is, yes, granted, he's poverty stone cold Steve Austin. However, in today's modern climate, I think he does it right, and he does it enough original shit that, you know, I think he, he's deserving of, of a little better than what he got there in AEW. Yeah, I mean, he had his moment with Swerve Strickland. Right, at, uh, yeah. No, a- yes, currently he's yeah. he's doing very well, but I just think that he should have had more time with the strap. But that's just my opinion. In terms of CM Punk, this is, again, this is the same mistake that they made in AEW by throwing him into the title picture. And this is the thing. I don't know if they're going to let him win the title off Seth Rollins. I don't really think, I think that's a mistake. I think that all that does is show that this guy that came from AEW that was essentially outcast, oh, he's stronger than your top draw, who's your your current champion. He's he's better than that guy. Now, if they're going to do a, a title series and they're going to run three matches or thereabouts, maybe four, five even, help. Maybe we make it a best of seven series. If they're if their first match is good enough, you could probably get away with doing something like that. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to interact well together now in the ring. Um, I know CM Punk's had, you know, some time off from his last match. It's looks, been a few looks, months. He looks uh looks to be in kind of peak physique. Yeah, he looks he's kind of right. Looks, yeah, he, he look, he's, he's still, looking good. He's not looking SAWFT soft like he did when he first came into AEW. I felt like he was really not prepared. And if anything, if the AEW run, whatever you want to call it, if that just got him prepped to come back to the WWE, cool. I get it. That's acceptable. Because if he's in peak form right now, because I don't know. I mean, I know Seth Rollins is in fucking, obviously, excellent fighting condition. To have to put on excellent matches because that's he's been doing it. Yes. CM Punk, I hope he is capable of staying to the level that Rollins is going to be at in the ring, in terms of in ring work. Obviously, Mike's skills, you know, obviously he's probably got him beat there. But I think this has the potential to be a very great rivalry. Yeah. If done correctly. Yeah. And he's, I think this has to be a year out. Yeah. I don't think you can just. Let it go. I think you got to plan this for 12 to 18 months. This feud has to go on. And it doesn't have to all be just back and forth, back and forth. It can be back and forth for a couple of three months. And then, oh, they're still fucking with each other, but not directly. They're indirectly fucking with each other for yeah. a couple of months. And then they come back and the war gets caught again. Do a cold war, hot war. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. a way to do this. Inter- interfering matches. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. Backstage attacks. And then at the end of it, at the end of the 18 months or 12 months or whatever you want to plan this out for, then you put them in a hell in a cell for the fucking title. Oh, yeah. And you have them fucking murder each other. Yeah. I'm talking blood. 
you might even have someone get stabbed. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of fucking ways you could go. And that's the way it should end. And to even throw a wrench just to blindside everybody. And I think I don't even know if Damian Priest is that guy. Oh, yeah. To I be, totally to, forgot to, about this. To be like a main event person. Yeah. I, I don't know, dude. I don't know how I feel about the dude. But you have him be as a stopgap solution as champion so that there's no conclusive end between Seth Rollins and CM Punk. Everybody comes out looking nice. Looking good. Yeah. And then you put the fucking title on Damian Priest because he still got the money in the bank. That's true. Yeah. And then he kind of he kind of stole it. Everybody still kind of comes out ahead. And he's still got the stable. So like yeah. he can he could hold the title for a minute because he's got his just interference posse. alone. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually the stable will crumble because Finn Balor wants the title. Yeah. The jealousy. Yeah. The that, jealousy that'll arc. eventually get to them. Yeah. And that'll that'll implode the, the fucking stable. Which I don't know if I'm in favor of imploding stables because I think that's something that they've been sorely lacking. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if imploding them is a good idea unless you're going to come up with more Then fine. Cool. If they're going to splinter into make their own stables. Perfect. That's that's even better. <clears throat> uh, as far as that whole exchange goes. Uh, shit, man. I mean, I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah. I just want more. Uh, but at the same time, it's just I don't know if I want this feud now. I'd rather him work his way up to it. Uh, and I, I don't know exactly how you make that happen, but I'm willing to give Papa H the fucking benefit of the doubt. Yeah, because yeah. I think this is going to tie into the very last segment about uh, evolution and how it created two main event stars. Yep. It gave uh, it gave Ric Flair an opportunity to be recognized once more as one of the better yeah. wrestlers of, you know, the entire history of wrestling. Oh yeah. Uh, and of course it put triple H in the forefront of being one of the better main eventers in all of WWE I mean, and wrestling in general. I feel like it, it solidified that for him, but yeah, we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. We'll get more in depth than that later, but yeah, but I, my point being is that that's long-term booking. Cause I, yeah. the, the getting to the point where Randy Orton and Batista were champions that took, an extended period of time, but it wasn't overnight. It wasn't right. three months. Yeah. It wasn't fucking six months. It right. was years. Yes. Yeah. So and this, this is where maybe, and again, I don't think triple H is actually going to have this few happen right away. Or if it, if it does, it's not going to be Christ. Maybe this was just planting the seeds. the seeds. Yes. Maybe. And that's it. And then they're going to let it, let it ride. CM Punk's not even going to challenge him, which I don't know if he's going to win the Royal Rumble or not. It's it's seeming like that's going to be the case that CM Punk is going to win the fucking Royal Rumble. We'll see. We'll see. All, but see, here's the other the other opportunity or option for that is going to be Cody Rhodes, right? Yes. Obviously, he was the first person to name himself to be an entrant in the Royal Rumble. They're highlighting that for a reason. I don't know if it's to build him up and then we as the as the marks will feel the fall when he doesn't fucking win <laughs> could be it's too late man it's too but fucking either late. way i don't if he does win and goes on to i don't know if he's gonna challenge roman reigns it's just that's wrong whoever's gonna challenge i don't think i care anymore i don't think i give a shit You're i talking think about that, cody rhodes yeah I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm talking if he i i want to see cody rhodes as champion still badly but in kayfabe i don't care anymore he had his opportunity. 
and lost. Not and by his own fault. And not no, not his own fault. But now it's been another fucking year. And I don't really give a shit about him winning the title anymore. Do you think it's contradictory that we just said that we like long-term booking, but now we're talking about Cody Rhodes, you know, a year and a half at this point. Uh, Here's okay. So I get where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope what you're saying. I hope you do, but I feel like maybe this could be justified in how we're. Yes. Yeah. I do feel. Okay. So I see where you're saying that this, you're sure it could be long-term booking, but the problem is, in the interim, in the in-between, they haven't done anything Yeah, with it's him. sloppy. It's very sloppy, and I'm not in favor of that. I'm in favor of smart, calculated, long-term booking, where everything happens for a reason. There's a, there's a, a method to the madness, whereas with Cody Rhodes, after he lost the fucking title or the match at WrestleMania to Roman Reigns last year, he kind of just fiddle-fucked around and floated around and kind of just did whatever it wasn't like he was scraping and claw like they they did not portray that that oh he started at the bottom again that was what i think they were trying to do at the beginning but then i felt like it just fizzled out they had one moment and that was the brock lesnar series yeah that's right Uh, but other than that okay so what he fucking fought brock lesnar uh, i don't know because it was it was more of a you're talking about Brock Lesnar, the guy that took the streak, the, yeah. the person that has right. uh, pretty much demolished everybody. Yeah. So if you get a win over him, it's well, like you're on the path. He's demolished everyone, mm. including Roman Reigns. Yeah. So how is it that you lost to Roman Reigns, but yet you defeated Brock Lesnar? Mm. In a square match, though. I mean, square in the sense that it was 1v1. Right, yes, it was still 1v1. Yeah. But either way... It still begs because you know you're never going to get a square match with Roman Reigns. No, this is never going to happen. As long as the bloodline exists, you're always at a disadvantage, and you need to account for that. Yeah. Okay. My my theory on how you can you can patch this up nicely. Yeah. And I think I talked about this before. Is that Cody Rhodes has made friends with everybody? You, yeah. you go you go kumbaya with WrestleMania 40. And everybody that Cody Rhodes has helped come to save all that shit, uh, they simply outnumber the they bloodline. Pay the, they play the favor back by. And so it kind of turns into like, it's not exactly a lumberjack match, but oh, they protect the ring. Right. So no bullshit happens. So it's a square fucking match. Or you, even more interesting, you have dissent amongst the people that are surrounding the rings that don't want fucking Cody Rhodes to win. And then it just becomes a, a, a fight, fight like, at the end, which I would. That would, would be, be cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of fucking that would cool. Be fucking but cool. I actually Damn. don't know if that would happen. But nonetheless, um, it already feels as though the steam should have been building. If it's going to happen, oh man, this should have been hap- happening like two months ago to make yeah. it six months worth of Cody Rhodes working towards yeah uh wrestlemania because now, now at this point it's four months well it's not even that okay it's three and a half deal. Months, he yeah. won a fucking match uh he won the fucking survivor series he didn't even win the match he was he just was on the winning team his team was the winning team yeah so now we're really just restarting from scratch and at the royal rumble is when they're gonna start this journey yeah. so you're going from royal rumble to february mm. to fucking wrestlemania and that's it three months maybe tops 90 days if that it might be, it's probably even less than that. And that's all this storyline. It could happen. 
It could happen. Oh, no. I, I think it probably is likely to happen. But I think it's like you said, it's sloppy. I don't, I don't fuck, I don't like it. Hmm. It's sloppy. Now, what they're doing with fucking CM Punk has the potential for greatness. But I don't know if they're going to slop it up. It's, it's hasty. It does seem hasty at the moment. I guess we will have to see how it plays out going forward. Yeah. And at this point, in terms of SmackDown, yeah, Randy Orton's gonna is fucking gonna be the interim Roman Reigns fucking opponent until WrestleMania. Right. So I don't I don't know if I give a shit about that either. Because I, I, I know the outcome. It's gonna be Roman Reigns gets to WrestleMania, so he can maybe drop the title there. And to who, it's still a question. I, the one thing I am excited for is to see what's going to happen at the Royal Rumble. I think that that is going to, whoever wins the Royal Rumble is going to really shape the storyline for next year. For next year. And it's going to be whatever, whoever wins, they're winning the title, guaranteed. All right. You want to turn this into a top four segment? Maybe possibly top five of who ends up in the top five. Oh, the Royal Rumble? Rumble? Okay. All right. All right. Hold on a second. What time? What's the timestamp? It's uh, 21 <laughs> minutes. All right. So let me let me put in our timestamp for the chapters so that everybody can have, you know, fucking 21. They, 20, yeah, I'll just put like, it 20 minutes. Yeah. So beginning to 21 minutes, it was talked about. We're all, we're all on SmackDown. Current state. All right. Now, from now on, we're going to do, or until the next one, it'll be 21 to whatever we're going to do. Uh, what is this top? Our top four or t- our final four? I guess you want to call it. Yeah, you want to call like fi- final five? Yeah, or final, final yeah. five. Okay, final four. All right. What do you got? Do you have a final four in mind already? Of who you think it's going to be? Because, I have a rough idea. Because remember, we're also going to be doing a live watch on Discord. True. And a live recording as well of yeah. the Royal Rumble. Yeah. All right. So we will be able to find out. We will know exactly what the fuck happens. Yeah. And we'll do it live in water or see if our predictions come true. <laughs> right. But as of now, these are early predictions because, again, we're still a month out. So right. anything, these predictions could change prior to the thing. But let's let me hear what's your rough estimate of top four. All right. CM Punk guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yep. Agreed. OK, they, you don't. You're not you, squandering that opportunity. No, you're not going to have him just drop out mid fucking royal rumble or at the beginning or at the beginning so top four right there i guess we'll go with five make it five okay all right (coughs) gunther as fucking intercontinental champion pretty fucking decent it's time for him to get involved in the main picture yeah and this is the seeds being planted maybe he doesn't win but he's in the top five he's in the top five and and then you know being the fucking size that he is everybody gangs up on his ass and uh throws him over the top yeah. he's the first to go right obviously. of the of the five or four or whatever yeah um and then i think you have cody rhodes obviously oh, to oh, yeah maybe give people this unless you want to fucking rug pull them oh, yeah man you, uh to be at least in maybe the top three um but definitely the top five for sure yeah because if they are really going to push the agenda that this guy is going to be a champion at some point well, fuck, he's got to be in the top five. He's got to yeah. fucking at least finish and uh, end up winning the match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you also have Jay Uso, who's also over. 
um, simply because of the fact you can tease. Uh, I think you tease maybe Jay getting a shot at like Roman again, maybe, or just going for any of the championships because he's kind of, he's just kind of over at this point. Like everybody's, yeah, everybody's right. down everybody, with the everybody loves shit. him. Yeah. The, the, the yeet shit. The yeet shit blows up like nobody's business. Yeah. And it, it'd be a nice like redemption arc for him yeah, to, uh, sure. to go away from the bloodline and go on his own path and, win his own title because then that'll kind of solidify him as a main eventer yeah uh so where does that put me i put cody rhodes cody rhodes cm punk jay uso jay uso gunther and i i think we need one more you got to have a veteran face and i I say uh randy orton randy orton's number five yeah randy orton because um just like gunther maybe his time is not now but it's definitely it's definitely coming Randy Orton is just one of the guys you can throw in the top five because fresh from surgery. Oh, shit. I left out AJ Styles is also back. Fuck. Right. So who do you think is going to be in the top five more? You think it'll be AJ Styles or do you think it'll be Randy Orton? So can we, can we, can we extend it to six? Sure. Let's make it six. The last six. The final six. Hmm. Make it seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because the cause top it, ten, yeah. the last, the last third of the Royal Rumble yeah. will be, yeah. Because okay, I think this is how it goes. <laughs> okay, I think definitely it's going to be CM Punk, okay, Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, okay, Uso, Gunther, right, Gunther, and then you have Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight as like the top seven because they're 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 teasing on on smackdown since they had this scuffle with the bloodline yeah and <laughs> la Knight and randy orton got attacked uh aj styles came into the fold but he, it appears that he's teasing being heel at this point yeah because he attacked la Knight for some fucking reason for reasons that will be revealed at a later date yeah uh so i think you push that agenda onto Royal Rumble so that you can have a personal feud between LA Knight and AJ Styles to beef. So you do that at the top seven. Right, yeah. Uh, and then Randy Orton, maybe just to have in the top five because you want him around in like the top, you know, the main event picture. Yeah, I mean, he's got the star power for it. So yeah, yeah you just you, you just you, kind you of throw him in it. there. Right, yeah. yeah. You're not doing any harm. By yeah, you're not hurting him by getting him eliminated from the fucking Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think... That rounds out my top seven now. Five. Five, five, five to seven. <laughs> top five, five, quote unquote. Yes, I guess that's seven. All right. So for me, I'll go with seven as well. All right. Because I think 100% guaranteed Cody Rhodes is in there. Yes. He's in the top five. Yes. Where I, does he end up? In the where does he end up in the pay per view overall? Do you think he he's wins in it? the final two? Final two? He's in the final. two I say for final sure. three. Final three. You think yeah. he gets? You think he's the last, the third, the last one to be eliminated? Yes, unfortunately. Man, okay, so I think, okay, so I had Cody Rhodes. I think we're also gonna see CM Punk as well. I think yeah. that's a guarantee. You can't waste the. You can't squander the opportunity mm. on like a feud or something. 
Unless, unless maybe you're going to have Seth Rollins come in and fucking somehow pull some trickery and eliminate him earlier on, and then that's how you get their feud cracking or some shit, but who knows? Uh, but I think CM Punk's in there for sure. I, I don't... I don't think LA Knight's in. I don't, think I think LA Knight has fallen out of favor. I think that he is being, he's over, buddy. But I think that, and again, I can't speak for fucking what triple H thinks, but I can speak for what I think is as over as he is to me, he's always just going to be poverty fucking rock like that. He, he, his, his mannerisms, the catchphrases, the sunglasses, the vet, like everything is just fucking attitude era, attitude era, poverty rock. And I don't not, I'm not saying that that's bad, but I'm saying, I don't think that the machine recognizes that as viable for main eventing, which is why he's kind of been where he's at. I, 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 I do don't agree with it. I think he, I think LA Knight can main event. Mm-hmm. I think he can hold a title belt i think he should mm-hmm. but i just think where they're going now especially with randy orton coming back la Knight's the casualty Push back yep la Knight is the casualty of randy orton's return and randy orton has now and now that he's on smackdown a hundred percent la Knight has just now been pushed down the card mm-hmm. and maybe prior to he was kind of top level maybe top of the card now i think he is solidly a mid carder and that's where he's gonna kind of remain until something happens with this Roman Reigns situation. I don't know if age plays into the fact. This, uh, yeah, like, that's I, I, thing too. I think, I don't know if he's, I think he's a little late bit older. 30, yeah. late 30s, early 40s, is that it's too late to have him uh, as champion. <laughs> I mean, not to say he won't have one maybe good run, but I think they would think long term and think, okay, if whoever, whoever we're putting the belt on for any either the world heavyweight title or even the universal title, it's got to be for at least a year or two or three oh, years. Yeah. And like, who knows if LA Knight is going to be around for that right. long? Yeah. And who knows if he has that kind of longevity yeah. left in his career? Um, so that, I think that would definitely be a concern. But I mean, fuck, would I love to see it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and continue okay, with your. So, so I also think. In the top seven, I think we do get Jey Uso. Okay, I think Jey Uso is going to be in there. Mm. And you'll see why in a minute. I also think Gunther is going to be in the equation. I just don't know where he fits yet. He's in the top seven. I don't know where he goes out. My, Wait, What about five? Is he in the five? You know what? Yes. Okay. Well, he's in the five. Okay, he's in okay. the five, All right. And then we get to my next two. I think we get uh what's his name? Sola Sokoa Sola Sokoa. What's his name? Solo Sokoa. Yeah, I think Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso are also in there. My personal opinion, I think the final five are gonna be Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, Solo Sokoa, Jimmy Uso, and Gunther. And I think they're all going to be like doing that thing where they stand and they go like this, like where their fists are up and they're going to like fight each other. And then the four of them who desperately hate each other are going to look at each other and they're going to look at Gunther and they're going to go like what you said. I think they're all going to team up. They're going to throw them overboard and then they're going to be like, oh, fuck. And it's going to basically be a tag team match, which will be great for fucking the antics at the end, because then 
if they're fighting each other for like five minutes, they're going to do like a, a tornado tag match basically inside the Royal Rumble between the four of them. And the whole time that's going on, all we're going to be thinking is what's going to happen if Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso are the last two. Yeah. I, are they going to fight each other? Are, yeah. they, are we going to see that happen? Yeah. And then what's going to happen if maybe I think there will be a betrayal. I think I, I think it's in line. I think it's in line. During yeah. the, the tornado tag, mm. I think Jimmy and Jay had it all planned out from the beginning. And them and Sola Soko, they dump over fucking Cody Rhodes, screwing him thus once more out of the title shot. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other two get out of the ring and eliminate themselves and Jey Uso becomes the winner of the Royal Rumble to go on. And then maybe you double swerve and instead of having him do what's going to be said, the plan is Roman Reigns will come out with the blood and say, this was planned all along from the, this was a year ago that this was planned out. He was going to win the Royal Rumble and then he was going to challenge uh fucking what's his name so that cody rhodes cannot get any more shots he can get fucked he's gonna challenge him and then maybe you do a swerve and then jay uso betrays roman reigns and, and actually challenges him at wrestlemania and then maybe you give jay uso the rub and you let him be the one to take the belt and then you've just created you've already have a star who's over or you got you have a guy who's over if you put the title on him at wrestlemania from roman reigns You've just created a superstar, a literal superstar. Yeah, for the next five to ten years. Easily. Done. That he Jey Uso will be a made man. And his yeet gimmick, whether it's got the longevity or not, is irrelevant because it will have the longevity if you do that to him. Mm. So that's how I think it's shaken out in the final four, basically. That's gonna be my that's my prediction. If if you have it go that way, then you have Cody Rhodes who possibly goes heel afterwards. Yeah. Be like, what the fuck, man? Or maybe, I don't know, maybe Cody Rhodes turns heel and eliminates Jey Uso, and then he shakes hands with the other two dickheads, Mm. and then they're like, we're tired of Roman Reigns, we're joining up with Cody Rhodes, and we're going to be in the Nightmare family, we're bringing it back, we're bringing the Nightmare fucking whatever, and this is how it's going to start, or I don't know, maybe that wouldn't be as interesting, I think, as the other way. Yeah. I think it's more interesting to see Jey Uso go the distance maybe and, and betray and fight Roman Reigns. I think that's definitely something in the cards. Um, so that's, that's like my, well, those are well, shit. How many fucking one, two, three. I, I think we might have to take it. Like, I think we might have to make it 10, 10. Cause, Cause I was thinking about other players. Too. Okay. All right. Um, shit. I'm drawing a blank right now. Okay. Jimmy Uso. <laughs> shit, uh, gotta... who else? I say solo Sokoa. Yeah. Let me see. I said, I typed slow. Sokoa. <laughs> Um, so wait, that's one, two, three, four, five, six for me. So I need to come up with four more. I think Randy Orton's Randy Orton's got to be in there for sure. He's in the top 10. Definitely. Who do you think's number 30? Who do you think gets to be number 30? Tozawa, the, or R-Truth. Well, this was where I was going to go next. I think (laughs) R-Truth is in there somewhere in the top 10 Mm. just by complete and utter accident. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. I would... Okay, because they've done this kind of similar thing before where like the the, the heels usually do it where like the Miz, I think, was number one one year. And then when they got to be like eight or nine, he just 
rolled out of the bottom of the ring and then just sat there and waited until like there was only three or four guys left. And then he jumped back in. Hmm. So I think our truth is in one, two, or three position. And then something happens and he gets distracted and he goes out of the ring, but not eliminated, just goes out of the ring and does something. And then somehow when it's the top five, he magically appears back. And now he's in the mix. And he's like, what? Obviously, he's going to get eliminated. He'll be like the first one to get eliminated. That's what'll that's what'll lead to the top five. Is he'll come back and everybody will be like, "What the fuck?" Maybe Gunther's the one that does it. He's like, "Fuck this shit." He tosses him over, and then all we're like, oh, and then then they all gang up on Gunther, and then we have our tornado tag, and then we have some fuckery afoot, and someone gets betrayed. That's that's how I think it's shaken out. That's fucking fantasy booking one one right there. <laughs> yes. Uh, shit. Now I'm. So I have seven at the moment. So I have CM Punk, yeah, Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso, Gunther, RKO, Randy Orton, <laughs> uh, AJ Styles, LA Knight. That's seven. Um, who, who would be the right, three? So I got eight. Um, I'm thinking they have this dude called Grayson Waller. Yeah, I feel like it's you not, know what they they, they kind of put him in the fold. Yeah, for mine. My opinion on on the AJ Styles LA Knight deal, I feel like one of them is getting eliminated in the first third of the Rumble. First third of the Rumble. Yeah, one of them, I think they're both going to be in the the first 10 entrants. Mm. And then one of them gets eliminated. Maybe not by the other one, but then the other one goes, "Ha see and makes like a shitty comment or whatever. Mm. Whoever's which one was eliminated goes to the back and then in the second third of the rumble, they come back and they, they toss over the other one, either LA Knight or uh, AJ Styles. And then this is how their feud gets built for essentially a WrestleMania grudge match is what it'll probably turn into because that's where it seems like it's going with this thing that happened on SmackDown. It seems like them two are going to probably be feuding. Yeah. So it's mid card level bullshit, but I think the two of them will put on a good match. Oh, I just remembered. Okay. I just got my I got my top ten. All right. This would make for a really interesting top ten in my opinion. The last few guys I'm gonna mention, because there's a lot of threads that are in there. Uh make for some interesting storytelling. Think. I didn't even include Solo Sokoa. Oh, shit. I don't know why I'm not interested in him. Like I'm just I don't give a shit, and that's why I didn't include him. Because I just Find a very boring the thumb thing. The Agreed. I don't really like that. Is fucking yeah, boring. it's dumb. Does it, I don't does think that he, the mic skills. I don't think he has the build mm. to sell a thumb fucking killing somebody. His predecessors, Umaga did it. Umaga had the build. This dude's kind of small. I don't think, and that's not an insult to him. I just don't think that that finisher is good for him. I think that's it's. I, I I can't suspend my disbelief enough to fucking buy that his thumb fucking. He's not made of that material to be just in general. agreed. He's not, but I do think for the purposes of the storyline that I that I this thread that I threw out there, I think it works. Okay, and I think it does elevate him. And listen, we we did. I don't know if we talked about this before, but with Jimmy and Jay, someone's got to be the Genetti, all right? Like someone's got to be the Marty Genetti. Mm. And at this point. Jimmy Uso is the fucking Genetti. Right. So at least doing this, you also may elevate him a little bit as well. Okay. Raise his stock a little bit. Okay. You know, I, I see that being good for everybody involved. Okay. But anyways, so right. to round out my top 10, 
can't believe we fucking like we're like oh, five, oh, seven, five, eight, seven, nine. No, first we were like maybe the four, and then all oh, five, seven, eight, eleven, twelve. What's, who's gonna be in the Royal Rumble? Let's just do all 60, thirty. Six and a third chance <laughs> of winning 30, the Royal yeah. Rumble. Scott Steiner math. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. The numbers don't lie. Uh, He's fat. <laughs> I'll make the son of a bitch bleed. Uh, so to round out my top 10, yeah. I have Drew McIntyre. Oh, shit. You know, that's another one, too. Yeah. I mean, dude, if there's if they have to justify putting him in the top 10, because if he's pissed off that CM Punk came back and he hasn't been getting his title shots. I mean, he attacked Jey Uso in a match. Well, I mean, they fought. They actually fought in a match or whatever. Yeah. Then he kicked Sami Zayn's ass. Like to have that play out in the Royal Rumble at the top ten, Sami Zayn definitely wants to have that son of a bitch thrown over. Yeah. So you gotta have Sami Zayn and Drew McIntyre. So that's eight, nine right there. And then you have Kevin Owens for the uh for the friendship that he has between Sami Zayn, but also doesn't like Jey Uso, doesn't care for him all that much. So you have that in the mix as well. Yeah, right, he probably right, right. goes out number ten, maybe. I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, could be. But just just the fact ten those ten guys alone would make me excited to to watch the Royal Rumble. But then again, oh, yeah. dude, I'm actually just in, excited in general when it comes to the Royal Royal Rumble match altogether. Like I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh <laughs> I don't think CM Punk is gonna win. I hope he doesn't. Um yeah. my pick would be hopefully to the surprise of everyone, maybe, maybe. Maybe Jey Uso, dude. Maybe. That's who I'm thinking. That's who I'm thinking they really fucking... They pull a swerve. Because it's it's just under the surface that nobody... That nobody's does. paying attention to it. Yeah. Nobody's Nobody else is thinking that Jey Uso is going to win... That Yeet Boy is going to win the, the Royal Boy. Rumble. No one fucking would see that coming. Except for us. We saw it. For, we, you heard it right here. Yeah. First and only. The super kick haver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, so that, that makes my, my top ten. That's your top ten. Who do you think, not necessarily top 10, but you know every year they have a couple surprise entrants Ooh, or whatever, right? Yes, okay. Who do you think is a surprise entrant? And is it, are we, are you think they're going to go nostalgia acts or do you think they're going to go full-fledged fucking return of somebody? <laughs> it's hard to say because, uh, I mean, at this point, who isn't probably retired or who has that kind of prestige to make a return that people would care about? That Dude. I don't know. Okay, so this is one of the things I'm looking up right now because I am curious to know whose contracts at AEW are expiring at the end of 2023 mm -hmm. because I have a feeling that there's going to be some trade. There's been some trade. There's been movement happening, right? Mostly it's been benefiting the WWE. Yeah. And I think that will likely continue. I don't think AEW is going to pull any coups and get any major talent. Yes. Drew Mac. I've, I've seen rumor online that Drew McIntyre is going to, or what was his name? Drew Gallows or Galloway or something. I don't know. He's going to be, quote unquote, all elite. I've seen those things. <laughs> I've seen it. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. I think WWE will, will make him happy enough to keep him around, and then, then they'll put him back to mid-card status. But, <laughs> but at least he gets paid. Fuck it. Like, who cares at that yeah, point? Yeah. They're just going to lock people down. Yeah. So 
one of the alleged things that's contract sets up is MJF's contract is allegedly coming up. It's, it will it ends January first, twenty twenty four. It's over. Also, the Young Bucks are supposedly now they haven't really been featured much or utilized as the, as much as they were over the last couple of years in AEW as of late. So Cody Rhodes was an executive vice president just like them and fucked off and went back to the WWE. And, and Kenny Omega. Right. Well, Kenny Omega, it, well, what I'm saying is Kenny Omega didn't come back to WWE yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but he probably will if he gets the opportunity. The Young Bucks have never been in the WWE proper. So I think maybe they fucking somehow sign a deal with WWE and they get that big money because they're a draw. They are a name. They did it with AEW. Maybe they fucking, maybe they, maybe they, I don't know if they're surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble, but maybe they make an appearance at the Royal Rumble in some fashion. Or if you, if, if man, what a fucking coup it would be if they got MJF, the fucking current AEW champion, and they signed his ass, and he shows up as a as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, and they use his same fucking entrance music and everything. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, that'd be fucking great. The only hard part about that is they have to acknowledge kind of AEW. I think he should or come they, out or they with don't the say, fucking yeah. belt. You pull a WCW like they did with Medusa, mm. and she comes out with the fucking women, WWF women's title and just dumps it right in the trash can. I think you fucking do that. You you have MJF come out as the surprise entrant. He fucking walks out with the belt. He's got the mic, and he starts talking all this shit, saying, oh, yeah, guess what? I'm here now. I'm the top dog over there, and you know what? I think this place is shit. And he's like, I think the place I came from was shit, so this place ain't even better. So he takes the belt off, throws it in the trash, and he's like, I'm coming for that fucking title. And then MGF wins the Royal Rumble. And MGF defeats Roman Reigns in fucking WrestleMania. <laughs> that would be an excellent, epic fucking swerve, in my opinion. I don't know if that's likely to happen or not. I don't know how happy or unhappy MJF is with, with AEW. I got one. All right. I don't know if he's alive and kicking as far <laughs> as being a wrestler goes. But somebody that I would love to see. Actually, I'll make it two people. Uh-huh. But again, I don't know if they're their bodies can hold up, but just long enough for us to get entertained yeah, yeah. or whatever sports entertained. Yeah. Um, Rob Van Dam. Oh man, that would be a good one, man. And maybe Rhino. That would be pretty sweet. But again, I don't know if they're, active. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if their bodies can, but Rob uh, Van Dam seems more realistic to me because he's yeah. been away long enough. And I think maybe it's the time for him to come out of retirement. Maybe do man, some, if they fucking played that music, that one of a kind. Oh, dude. I would lose my shit. Yeah, that that one's like my that's my ace in the hole right there. Yeah. So you got you got some realistic people that you think would return. <sighs> realistic? I don't know if there's any real. I think maybe because we we've gotten it before. I think you could do Bubba Ray Dudley. Mm. I think you could get Devon to come. I think you could get some of those kind of nostalgia guys. I don't know about. It'd be cool. If they got Billy Gunn and maybe Road Dog, oh, yeah, but I don't know Billy Gunn's deal with AEW, yeah, and he is currently in like a hot gimmick with the fucking uh, what's their names, 
what are those guys' fucking names? The acclaimed or whatever. The acclaimed, yeah. So I mean, I don't think that he's I mean, maybe he hates it. I don't fucking know. But that would be cool as shit if they could get him maybe to come out. I'm an ass. Yeah. Man. Just to hear that music once again. Or even better, just have him and Road Dog and you get the whole thing. Oh, you didn't know. That would be fucking cool as hell. I think that one's probably more realistic, Road Dog, than anything else. What do you think about Tajiri? That'd be fucking cool too. I'd, I'd be down for that just to hear, just to hear Tajiri. Shinsuke, Shinsuke and fucking Tajiri as a facing tag off. Team? Oh man, no, fighting facing each other. off. Yeah. Like oh, okay, just squaring and off. They missed, yeah. they missed each other. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be that'd be fucking hilarious. And then it, what does it do? Does it cancel itself out? The red mist and the green mist. Yeah, it deletes itself. Sure, why not? Yeah. Oh, speaking of deletion. If you have Matt Hardy come back, Matt Hardy. that'd be a cool one. Yeah, fuck. I mean, he's only w- one of the few people you could have return that people would sem- semi care about. Returning. God, and he he would have the motive to do it because I know, regardless of what he says, deep down he has to fucking hate Edge. Like he has to fucking hate his guts. Yeah, and for. Edge to have the audacity to come to the place where Matt Hardy has helped get it to where it is now is a fucking direct insult. And then become a top guy immediately. Like, that is a direct fucking insult. And I'd be like, I'm out of here. Get fucked. And I'd be, I'd be like calling WWE and be like, oh, hey, that fuckface Edge came back. Why don't you let me come back and I'll talk shit about him? And they go, oh, yeah, cool. And then, sweet, fuck, you know, yeah, sounds, sounds good, man. Feels good. Feels good, man. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, so that would be, that would be a sweet fucking. Yet. This one is a guaranteed guaranteed uh entrant for the WWE or for the Royal Rumble. It's gonna yeah. be on the women's side. Okay. I, I think she's actually gonna now that Charlotte Flair got injured, she's gonna be out for nine months. Oh fuck uh, yeah. For what some kind well, I don't know what the injury, maybe an ACL tear. I think it's an ACL tear and whatever else is going on. Yeah. Uh Jade Cardgill, who was the person oh, they signed from AEW, yeah. guaranteed. Guaranteed win. she's gonna be, yeah, because she's been in NXT dicking around. Yeah, right? So guaranteed she's gonna move up to the fucking main event. Main event, yeah. To uh, the main event picture. Right. Hell, maybe she even wins the rumble. I think, yeah. Or she's gonna be the person that breaks the women's record for throwing people over. Oh, yeah, that could be too. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think that's definitely <laughs> all right. Well, <coughs> I think this concludes our uh Royal Rumble, Royal rumble talk. But and for those of you that also enjoy the Royal Rumble, I want to say, again, we're going to be doing a live fucking broadcast on Discord. And we're going to have... It's going to be out as a podcast. So if you can't fucking watch along with us... Yeah. Pay the fucking four ninety nine to get the Peacock so you can watch it with us. And show up. And then we can talk shit in the chat... And we can tell you guys to give your fucking balls a tug if we think you're stupid. Or you can tell us to give our balls a tug if you think we're being stupid. Right. And we're going to basically live commentate on the matches as they're happening. And the best part's going to be for the Royal Rumble, for sure. That's going to be the best. That's going to be so fun. Yeah. So anyway, so tune into that. I don't remember the day it's on, but whatever. It's still like a month out. So uh, we'll we'll give you that info as it gets closer. Right. Uh, But anyway, so, okay. We're at the 51-minute mark for the timestamp. Got it. So... Moving on oh, to... Man, but I, was, I wasn't done with the... Oh, would you want to move on some, to? Some of the... Okay, so 51-minute mark. This is just going to be kind of... Uh, mis, is, I don't know if it's miscellaneous or a continuance of the previous topics about things that happened in, on SmackDown and Raw. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, shit. 
oh, our truth possibly being in Judgment Day. They're pushing. Oh, yeah. They're pushing. They're continuing to push that. <laughs> uh, what, am, what else am I forgetting? Fuck it. Am I really not like thinking of anything additional? All right, that's a wrap. It's a wrap. I kind of feel like that was really all the major shit that happened, though, that we had already kind of discussed. Um, I mean, obviously, and again, see, that's where it's hard because CM Punk is the fucking headline. Yes, I, I feel like I'm doing everybody else a disservice. A disservice but, we are, but at the same token, you're not this, drawing. You're not drawing. You're not catching. If I don't care, attention. if I don't give a fuck, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, then it doesn't matter. So, uh, give your balls a tug. Yeah, as it were. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Additionally, in addition to the stuff I just mentioned. Yeah, I think fully set in heel mode. Beefing with uh, Sami Zayn and Jay. Oh, Uso. yeah, yeah, yeah. That too, yeah. Um, and that's more or less all that I can think of. So uh, 52 or 53. 52. We'll just include that at the end of the last one. That's fine. 51, 53. All right, all right. All right. And then 53 is going to be now, without further ado, a topic that honestly makes my dick hard. It, yo, no, it does. It's very near and dear to my heart. I... In in 2003, after we had, or 2002 rather, after we had the Alliance angle, we had the WCW versus, you know, whatever, in 2001, and then kind of going into 2002. And then in 2002, we had our big fucking daddy shit go on. We had Rock versus Hogan. Yeah. You had Triple H winning the Undisputed, the first ever, or not the first ever, but taking the undisputed title off of Jericho. You had Hogan winning the title. There was a lot of shit that happened, but in 2003, when they did the brand split or the end of 2002, when they did the brand split, I kind of thought, yeah, this will be okay. And it kind of was to me. Other people I know will have differing opinions, but to me, raw was always the superior show in terms of what I thought was more entertaining mm. and part of the reason for that mm. and part of the reason for that is because of evolution i think that at the time in 2003 when this kind of started or really i guess it was back in 2002 really was when the beginnings of it started happening when they did the brand split and triple h was awarded the title by Eric Bischoff. And everybody was all like, oh, this is dumb. Why are you just giving him the fucking thing? He should have to earn it in a tournament or something to that effect. Where SmackDown did an actual tournament. But they just handed it to Triple H because, you know, whatever reasons. And Triple H goes out, has a couple matches, blah, 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 drops the title in the Elimination Chamber. This one's Ric Flair starts kind of coming around again. Starts kind of, you know, being involved after that. And then him and Triple H are kind of going back and forth a little bit. And I don't remember what, do you remember what pay-per-view that was at with where, he, where Triple H fought Rob Van Dam? Do you remember? When you, did you, you watched the thing just now, but I, <laughs> or earlier. I don't remember. Yeah, well, whatever, it doesn't matter. Either way. I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's Unforgiven. I feel like that's what it was. It was like Unforgiven 2003. Three, maybe. Or two. Or two, maybe. Yeah. One of those. I think it might be three. Might be three, you're right. So then. I'm, I'm not 100% sure about the pay-per-view. But 
It was for sure yeah, in, yeah. in 2003. I just remember Rob Van Dam and Triple H going at it. Yeah, and they had a great match, and fucking man, everybody thinks Rob Van Dam's about to win the title, and fucking Ric Flair comes out, and he's just like, oh, everybody thinks he's going to help RVD because Ric Flair's face, so is RVD. Nope, total swerve. Gives the fucking sledgehammer. It's Triple H, and Triple H fucking sledgehammers Rob Van Dam, and then he's like, Flair's just like, yeah, Pin it, pin it. it counts. They, the referee counts it, and then Flair goes grabs the title, and he fucking like presents it to Triple H, and Triple H is just so astonished. He's like, "What the fuck is happening here?" And from there, it just escalated, where it was kind of the two of them, and then they decide to bring in two more guys: a young Randy Orton and a young Batista. I don't know about young because well, uh, Batista was older than a fun- green <laughs> Batista, a fresh. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. A non-veteran Batista. They bring him in. Um, And they have this... That that promo when they first fucking were all in the ring together and they made the fucking evolution. Before that... We get to that point. Yeah. There was Scott Steiner and and Triple H beefing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Randy Orton made some remark on Monday Night Raw about, you know, Scott Steiner gonna fuck fuck it up and... Not going to be champion. And he's Randy Ward's fresh off coming up surgery. Uh, he says he's 95% healed. And Scott Snyder's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat your ass uh, yeah. and all that shit. And uh, the night ends with Scott Steiner and I believe Randy Orton beefing. That was the match. And then the cavalry comes and it's fucking... Triple H, Batista, Ric Flair, Flair, I think. I think. I'm I'm hoping that's what if I'm remember remembering correctly. And then sometime afterwards we get to the point that you're Yeah, yeah. Then we get to where they're all in the ring and Triple H is basically just announcing. He's just going through and saying about how you've got you've got the the legend of the past, 16 time world heavyweight champion Ric Flair. Yeah. You've got himself the current and reigning world heavyweight champion who's who's the best representation of quote unquote today and then you've got the future in Randy Orton the top of the future in Randy Orton and, and Batista and he goes on and talks about how this is the evolution of wrestling and basically they just proclaim, proclaim themselves to be the new stable evolution right and from that moment on, I mean, it's on. They're doing the fucking getting limos. They're wearing the fucking suits. They're fucking doing bad guy shit and doing it well. They're fucking taking names. They're kicking asses. They're giving no fucking quarter to anyone. No regrets, no remorse. Just straight up doing whatever the fuck it takes to be the absolute best. Good. Yeah, so it was Batista versus Scott oh, Steiner okay. at, the, right. at the end of the night. But Randy Orton made a quip at fucking Scott yeah. Steiner. And uh, at the very end of the night, they fucking they let him have it. And the pay-per-view was, uh, let's see. Yeah, it was Unforgiven. Oh, okay. For tri- Triple H and RVD. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyways, continue. So, yeah, so... 
obviously we've talked in the past about pro wrestling being a big fucking influence on our lives. And to me, evolution was kind of always what I've strived to have or to be with like, if I had a stable, it would be a group of dudes who are fucking straight savages Mm. that are literally willing and ready to do whatever it takes to get to the top, to claw, to scratch, to fucking step on who you got to step on and do it without regret and without remorse. That's kind of what I've always envisioned. And eventually, Evolution had all the titles. They had the World Heavyweight title on Triple H. Ric Flair and Batista were the tag team, world tag team champions. Yeah, that would be Armageddon. 2003. Yeah, three, yeah. And the and that match with Triple H and, and uh, Rob Van Dam, that was 2002. So that's, two, that yeah. would that was theoretically the start. Yeah, that was like the beginning of yeah. this whole thing. Yeah. And then the payoff, the end result, well, one of the, well, this wasn't even the end. This was like the midway payoff. Yeah, yeah. The midway payoff is they have all the titles. Mm-hmm. They become the most dominant stable. And then slowly over time in 2004 at SummerSlam, Randy Orton gets an opportunity to fight Chris Benoit for the World Heavyweight title. And he wins. And that's now almost a year later after they win all the titles. And essentially... They do this little thing where Triple H is just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gives the thumbs down and then Batista fucking slams him and they whoop his ass. And it's a big old thing. And then eventually Triple H gets the title back from Randy Orton, I think. He does, yeah. And then Batista wins the Royal Rumble. And that's what leads to Batista fucking doing the same thing. And he gives Triple H the thumbs down. Because he's like, yeah, man, they got the contract. He's like, yeah, you're going to sign to go fight whoever the fuck it was that was the WWE champion on SmackDown. I don't remember who it was. But at the time, I don't remember who nah, it was. I can't even remember. But they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to go fucking fight. Uh, uh, let's just say, well, who knows? It might have been the big show. Who knows who the fuck it could have been? It could have been anybody. You know, you're going to go fight this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And then he was about to sign the contract. And then he's like doing this. And then he just goes. Thumbs down, and then you just fucking clotheslines Triple H. Yeah, that was like an all-time moment. That was. Because I remember watching that and seeing that. I'm like, oh, shit. So And the selling that Triple H did yeah. of the of the shock yeah. was fucking... Was great. That's why Triple H is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. No matter what people want to say, he's one of the greatest of all time. And to add to that, to that specific moment, I think that was 2005. Yeah. So this was like two, this is WrestleMania 21. Yeah, I think so. Um, So this happens. So it took three years to fucking build towards the ascension of evolution and, to and a little bit fall. of descent yeah. with Randy Orton falling out of grace. Right. Yeah. To eventually Batista just done. Imploding it, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and then it being over. So actually, now that I think about it, I wonder if his motive was seeing what they did with Randy Orton as he was the person that was eventually everybody attacked. And he's yeah. like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not that guy. <laughs> I ain't having that. Cause they me. were kind of painting him as like this 
he was like a juggernaut, but he was kind of right. like an he was idiot. Kind of dumb, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm not the idiot. And, yeah. And then. Oh, you'll see. Because he even says it in the speech. He's like, oh, I've been waiting a long time for this moment. Yeah. And then he. Just the thumbs fucking, down. It, fucking, Batista bombs his yeah. fucking ass through the table. And then I think he wins the match in 2021 to be yeah. world, heavyweight, world heavyweight champion. Then they have the brand split. and Right. He goes yeah. to SmackDown. So, um, yeah. So. In terms of our own lives, speaking to everything you just said about evolution, it, it just, I was watching this. I'm like, holy shit, this didn't happen over. It felt like when I think, when I reflect on it in my teenage years or whenever this happened, uh, I'm thinking, oh man, this felt like a flash. Like this all, yeah. Cause I was interested in every week, every, everything that was happening, right? Oh, yeah. And then thinking back, I'm like, oh, my God, it took two years for Randy Orton to become world heavyweight champion. It took three right. years for fucking Batista to become world champion. So I'm thinking, ah, you know what? I can't really be worried about what we're doing. I mean, shit, I enjoy everything we do as far as podcasting goes. Yeah. All, all this stuff. Um, so I'm thinking in terms of success, I can't. I'm I'm not even sweating what's going to happen because I finding out how they built if Triple H was kind of like the architect of how the evolution came together to keep yeah. Ric Flair straight for like a couple of years. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also to build a new set of main eventers. I mean, shit, it didn't happen overnight. It was over an extended period of time. And I think for us to build ourselves as main eventers, quote unquote, for podcasting, or if you want to get anywhere, that it's not yeah. going to happen within fucking 30 days. Oh, right, yeah. It has to happen over an extended period of time. So I'm cool with... The journey, dude. I'm cool with the journey. We, yeah, yeah. We need to get to that point where we're at. This is our long-term booking. Yes. Right? We, and, and this is something that I have said, and I'll, I haven't said it on here, but I'll say it, I'll say it now, that for our purposes, I feel like we are fucking knocking on the door of greatness. We're fucking tap-tapping away. Now, granted, no one's answering. No one's even giving us a, hey, asshole, what do you want? We're not getting any of that, which is fine. It may take a year. It may take two years before we get a, yeah, what do you want back? And hell, it might take three or four before the door unlocks and opens up. Shit, the door may never actually unlock and open. We may have to kick the fucking son of a bitch down with fucking feet and axes and fucking shotguns and go straight inside and take what we want. Mm -hmm. But right now, us just knocking on the door, that's what starts it. Mm -hmm. We're like the Randy Orton and Batista. Our, this whole thing is the Randy Orton and Batista of evolution. The only difference is we don't have a Triple H and Ric Flair to give us the power to move on, move along and move up. And maybe one day in a year or two, maybe we get someone who's was an old washed up veteran from something that decides they want to come and be a part of something different. They want to renew themselves and get in with these young bucks that are fucking, well, I mean, we're not young bucks, but you know, get in with these young guys who are fucking new at, newer at this and they're not fucking held by any fucking standards or any, they're, they're not held back in any fucking fashion. And you can just unapologetically be yourself and do some shit you want to do. Maybe we get a guy like a Ric Flair. 
maybe we even get lucky and we get someone who is a current, I don't want to say champion, but a current popular figure that maybe wants to help us out. And even if we don't get that, we're still going to kick the fucking door down when we get there. Because I don't think that greatness is going to want to let... The, the group that's in charge of opening the door to greatness, they don't want us there. They don't want to let us in. And I'm okay with that. Because we're going to get in. No matter what anybody else thinks or anybody else says, we're going to do just like Evolution. And guess what? We're going to take all the fucking titles. <laughs> and we're going to wear them proudly and say... Look what we've taken from you. What are you going to do about it? And then they can come for us. And then we created a whole new storyline. Yeah. And we've just kept ourselves relevant and going. And uh, to further add to the evolution part, the future, yeah. maybe we find some nice, oh, nice. Maybe one day we become the Ric Flair and the Triple H's and we bring in some nice young fellas and give them the rub. To, for them to eventually betray us and take our titles from us. <laughs> but that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Sorry, but I didn't catch up. Oh, no. That was, that oh. was. Damn, I read so, your mind. All right. But anyways. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, it's, I was getting nostalgic for evolution because I'm like, I just think, uh, you know, this bloodline shit isn't really cutting it. I mean, no. the, when you talk about all time great factions, I mean, they were definitely it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were definitely. I mean, they might be the best faction of all time. I don't know. I mean, the NWO is up there. Sure, DX is okay. But in the end, they all got watered down. That's the one thing about Evolution is they didn't fucking add anybody else. It was just the four of them. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good because for what it turned out to be, I mean, I'm repeating myself because we've already said it a thousand times. It turned out two new main eventers. Right, yeah. And it, and it was a great way to incorporate Ric Flair <laughs> <laughs> once more into like the main event fold. Yeah. Fold. Uh, well, that's that's what I'm saying is I think that's why they may, might be the greatest stable of all time. Because if they would have had two additional members, then it kind of waters it down. It makes it worse. Yeah, it makes it worse. I mean, there's a there's probably a sweet spot for a stable, and maybe it might be Judgment Day because they have just enough time screen time for everybody. For everybody yeah, if you start pushing like nine members or right whatever yeah. the fuck it might be, uh, maybe f anything five and above becomes problematic. And maybe I don't know. Maybe do we take? That example uh -huh. that we've seen in wrestling mm. for our own, for the Game Rage stable. Uh -huh. And do we maybe put a cap on it and say, you know what? Eventually, maybe five's enough. Yeah. In terms of stable mates. Mm -hmm. Sure, we can have affiliates and things of that nature. Yeah, like the UN Security Council. Right. Yeah, exactly. They have five. They got five. Might as well follow their lead. Might numbers. as well follow yeah. their lead. But. Maybe maybe that's what we do. Maybe this is a furtherance of incorporating wrestling and following the examples. Wrestling's laid out the blueprint to how to be successful in life. And we're just following the examples. Yeah. Because wrestling is love. Wrestling is life. Yeah. That's one thing to take away from this. 
I, I think we've reached the end of the episode. Yeah, I think we have. So hopefully you all enjoyed that. I, I mean, yeah, I hope you guys did enjoy our fucking musings about wrestling. And I hope that you will enjoy our future musings and commentary on the Royal Rumble. I'm really fucking looking forward to that. What, do you know when that's is that at the end of the month or what? Do you know when that is? Mm, that's a good question. Let me let me just let me the just Royale Rumble with cheese. Damn it. Royale Rumble with cheese. Royal Rumble 20. It's Saturday, January 27th, 2024. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, man. Fuck. Really, month. really giving my balls a tug on that one. Blue yeah, that's that's a that's a hard one because Fuck, we're going to. But here's the other thing. We're going to have about four weeks. Five, well, what's this? Yeah, we're gonna have like five weeks of Monday Night Raws, yeah, to get there, yes, and SmackDowns. So maybe our predictions that we made will change over time as things shake out, and then maybe like the week before, we'll make sure to do an episode, and we will say, okay, these are our hard line fucking picks, and you know what? We're gonna parse it down to top five. We're not gonna fucking do this bullshittery yes. of top eight or ten. Yeah. We're gonna take the top last five guys. We're gonna pick and we're gonna fucking stick to that. And then we're gonna do our guesses for surprise entrance. And then you know what we're gonna do in honor of our R Truther segment? We're going to pick what number R Truth enters the Royal Rumble, <laughs> yeah. and then Hell we're gonna pick the number of that he is eliminated at. Oh yes, that is a that's a great idea. Uh <laughs> Shit, man. The okay. So this is the one thing I I forgot to talk about. Okay. And I'm just gonna bring it up real very quickly. Yeah. Uh. So this is the 113 mark. I don't know if this is gonna be a timestamp, but if in, in any case, um, one thing that I've been really disappointed in is the fact that Randy Orton signed to SmackDown because it completely disintegrates my theory that Legacy was gonna come back. Yeah, it did. It destroyed it. Uh, my theory was that Randy Orton was gonna recruit Jey Uso, and Cody Rhodes as Legacy 2.0 not only because of the fact that Randy Orton had a stable known as Legacy years ago but because Cody Rhodes was also in it. He was in it, yeah. And the other guy fucked off. I don't know what happened to him but to have a third member since Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso have been teaming up I thought it'd be cool to have him in there and and he's it, also a legacy kind of superstar right, so, so it fits the mold. Yeah, so we have like multi-generational God. wrestling talents all in one group yeah i mean in, the in shit, a stable the shit writes itself it does but how do you over. not how do you fuck this up how yeah. do you not do this yeah so God uh, yeah. damn it triple h fucking a give your balls a tug then pick up the phone and give us a fucking call over here at game rage and we'll set you straight yeah as to how to fucking how to navigate this shit not that you need our help, but yeah. man, aren't these are these ideas not better than what than what they're putting out currently? I feel like they are. I feel like seeing the legacy return is a much better use of Randy Orton as opposed to just using him as the mid guy between WrestleMania to get Roman Reigns to WrestleMania. Yeah, I feel like that's again a waste. It's a waste. You know, at the 13 mark, we'll call it uh, we'll call it tra- re- retractions of uh, of fucking of predictions or predictions that failed. Yeah, failed prediction because that. God, it fucking sucks, man. Sure does. Like. This is such a better way to fucking use them and you're, you're, you're using all three of them. And yeah, you're setting up for there to be a betrayal where Randy Orton's going to betray Cody One Rose. or both of them. 
probably both of them. But definitely he's going to betray Cody Rhodes. And man, it just. God damn, it's just so frustrating mm. that we can't get that. And maybe maybe we'll get it later down the line. Maybe. But by then, now that we've already said it, I feel like it's too late. It's too late. I feel like it's too Now, for the assholes that aren't like us in predicting future and fantasy booking, maybe they'll never have seen it coming. And for the new kids, they won't even know what the fuck a legacy is. Or what the fuck's a legacy? And they'll have to go back and watch the YouTube videos and see what the legacy was all about with Pop, fucking, it's fucking poverty fucking evolution oh it's it's bootleg it's i don't even know if it's poverty it's just bootleg fucking evolution <laughs> it's not it's not anywhere near what oh no evolution was but yeah. it was an attempt but if if they did it now the 2.0 version now then it would be it sweet would be, now, really yeah. i think you should just fucking get rid of the legacy part and you just have randy orton make evolution again evolution he's the triple h i don't know who you could get to be the rick flair but then you have where you have you have randy orton be both maybe he's both those things president past and then present is jay and cody and then the fourth member would be would be the new guy hell maybe it's gunther maybe you get him involved (laughs) yeah fuck yeah and then they just have all the titles again right because Randy Orton will be the champ. Them two dickheads will be fucking tag titles, and that's the Intercontinental title. You got all the titles now. It's genius. I don't know. It's genius. And and again, there's, there's a whole group of people that don't even know what the fuck evolution was. Because that was... Tw- can't believe I'm saying this. But that was 20 fucking years ago. It was evolution. Evolution. Evolution is... A- God, I wish we could use fucking songs, man. God, because that would be the theme song for this episode for sure. Yeah. God, I hate fucking copyright. Yeah. It's so it's so. Dumb. I just want to use every song without being without, sued. Without paying. Without being sued. Or having to pay an exorbitant amount of money for it. Yeah. Is that too much to ask? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it is. I don't think so. But all right. So anyways, do we right. do we try to shoot for one twenty or do we just leave it at what is this one seventeen? Yeah. Well, what else you got? You got any other fucking uh, topics regarding professional wrestling that we could maybe uh, squeeze another fucking. 13 minutes and get to an hour and a half? Uh, I was debating about whether, because I think I reached out to you thinking, oh, yeah, let's go to WrestleMania. And then. Oh, shit. I, let's talk about that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So so Adam says, hey, man, I think we should go to WrestleMania this year. Yeah. That was and good. I said, you know, I think you're right. Also, however, the, the time mark, I think, is like 117 for. Yeah, I'll just put uh, WrestleMania 117 WrestleMania shit talking. WrestleMania dreams crushed. Yeah. WrestleMania dream crushed. Uh, I would say that when the tickets first went on sale, I don't know, a few months ago, I was cool. I was getting into the, the thing. I said, you know what? It's 40. It's in Philadelphia. I've never been to Philadelphia. Fuck. Maybe we make this like a little trip. Frank and I were kind of talking about it. Maybe we just go to one night. Maybe we say, fuck it and go to both nights. I don't know. Let's see how much the tickets are. So on the outset, if I could have got tickets, which you get basically entered into a lottery. Yeah. So I was not one of the fortunate ones selected. So I didn't get to get tickets at the reasonable price that they usually are sold at, which Mm. I think the WrestleMania tickets for nosebleeds, I think they were starting out. It's like a hundred bucks a night. With the fees and all that shit and taxes, you're probably looking at like 150. So you're looking at about 300 to sit in the nosebleeds for both nights if you can get it. Now, 
I had said to you, hey, man, I'm pretty sure that there's no more tickets because they sell out within the first 20 minutes or less. I was like, I'm pretty sure there aren't any tickets available for us to go unless we're going to pay from a reseller and then we're going to fucking pay a heavy premium. Yeah. And then I believe your response was, oh, nah, nah, they're like, they're like 300 bucks. I think I did see 300, but they're basically behind the the stage. The stage. So you, yeah, the you, ramp. Yeah. Like all, so. Extreme obstructed view. Yeah. So when I clicked on that, maybe I, I was deceived thinking that it was like the mid range. Like, yeah. Not at floor level, but just but like above the mid level. Yeah, I'm, I'm 300 bucks. That's a that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, and then I saw, and then I clicked on the motherfucker, and it said 800 to 900, and even like a thousand dollars. Yeah, and that was uh, that and um, that was dream the end of, that, crush. That was the end of it. I'm like, oh, I, you know what? WrestleMania at home with endless food. That probably sounds a lot better. And in a live podcast, it'll yeah. probably be better, more constructive. And, yeah, I mean, shit. Would it be go to? Would it be? Great to go to WrestleMania. Shit, it would be even better if they paid us to go there. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or to go for free. Yeah, yeah. But at the same token, man, watching it on television with a TV that gets it from every angle with with food and beer and and drinks. And and I've sat in, in, I guess, what you could call maybe not the best seats at a a pay-per-view. And... You basically end up watching it on the fucking Titan Tron or the, the screen, anyways. Mm-hmm. So unless you're gonna be in that floor level or that level that's right above the floor, mm-hmm. honestly, in my opinion, it's not even worth fucking going. Now, to a WrestleMania to experience it, yeah, I would say fuck it. It's always that's a, WrestleMania is on my bucket list. 40 ain't happening. I'm sure and I'm hopeful in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. They're gonna come back out here to the to the West Coast. Maybe even do it in LA again. I imagine that's a newer stadium. They did it, they did it once there. Was it last year? Last year, yeah. So I feel like in another four or five years, they'll be back. They'll there. be back, yeah. I also think that they're going to do it in Vegas because the Raiders are getting, you know, or ha- I don't know. They they didn't build the new stadium yet, but I don't think, right? The Raiders? Are, yeah, aren't they? Did they build them a new stadium? They got it. Yeah, they got a new stadium, Legion okay. Stadium. Yeah, there you go. That's a that's one that the WrestleMania hasn't been at. It's a brand new stadium, Vegas. right? Vegas. I feel like it's Vegas. I feel like they're definitely gonna do one there. Maybe even next year. That 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 would be just as good. And I would say that that trip would be even if we paid eight hundred dollars for the tickets. Yeah, that's more affordable because we got a contact who lives in Vegas, and we could just stay with him, so we don't have to pay for a hotel room. Right, and yeah, we're going to basically be sleeping on the floor or air mattresses, but who gives a shit? Right. It's worth it because then we won't have to pay because that extra money we're paying for the tickets, we won't have to worry about paying the extra. That's that that's hotel room money right there. Right. And we could go to both nights. It's only a four and a half hour fucking drive. So it's not far. I mean, that's ideal. I think it, when it comes to Vegas, I think that's the one we fucking for sure go to. And then if it's if it's not... If it's within another five or ten years or whatever, and it comes back to L.A., I think we should for sure go to the L.A. one. WrestleMania at Madison Square Garden would probably be one to go to. I feel like 50 is going to be back at Madison Square Garden, and I think for sure we need to go to that. Yeah. And granted, yeah, that's 10 years from now. So, I mean, shit, man, I'll be fucking 46. Jesus Christ. 
So we'll be in our 40s. Mm. But I do think that if it does go for 50 at Madison Square Garden, I think we got to go. We yeah. have to go. That's Yeah. And by then, the amount of... We may get invited to go to WrestleMania. I hope so. I, that's, I mean... 50. I hope. That's the... That's the goal. That's the dream to strive for. And I think if I DM Triple H enough mm-hmm. or at him on the Twitter or social medias, <laughs> I think it might eventually happen. Do you go the hero Just, route and say you're a make a, wa- make a wish kid, <laughs> but you're you know 30 plus years old i just shave my head and my beard and then just just make do that filter where you look younger yeah and then i just say uh i just the make a wish won't won't get say they say i'm not eligible or something and just be like god i've always wanted to go to wrestlemania 50 how old are you kid i'm 46 (laughs) well for wrestlemania 50 yeah i'd be like i'm 45 or whatever yeah yeah oh man that would be fucking awesome so yes wrestlemania is for sure a bucket list and honestly, I was kind of thinking maybe if we go to one, maybe just because WrestleMania travels around, every time it's in a city we've never been to, maybe we just go and just we get to go check out. Because that's why we were going to go to Philly because, hey, I never I want to see the Liberty Bell, Independence Hall, all that bullshit, get to see all the historical shit. Right. Make it like a vacation. Go for like a week and then... Yeah, and then we also get to go to Wrestle. We cap it off at the end with WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And that'd be a pretty sweet vacation to do every fucking year if if we so could be fortunate. Mm. And I think definitely once... Because they're going to announce, I think, at WrestleMania where the next WrestleMania is going to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm hopeful it's going to be in Vegas. That would be a sweet one. I think if not the immediate following... <laughs> immediately following up wrestling i can't even string words together if it's not the the next wrestlemania it's got to be the one after the one after for sure and so like because i think they're they've been doing like east coast or eastern half of the united states and then they're doing one on the western half of the united States. alternating years i feel like yeah so i think since this one's on the eastern half because it was on the west western half before with la COVID doesn't really count because they oh, did it in Tampa Bay. F- Philadelphia, right. Yeah, so so I think the next year it's going to be back on the West Coast, which is more attainable, or the Western half of the United States, right. which is more attainable for us to go to because it's cheaper. Yeah. So that would be the perfect setup for Las Vegas. For Vegas. And again, I know they love doing stadiums and they love doing new ones. So perfect opportunity right there right. for them to fucking utilize the Vegas stadium. And it's not during football season. It's in fucking April or March. Mm-hmm. So it's the stadium's just going to be sitting there jerking off, right. doing nothing. Why not fucking book a goddamn WrestleMania and make a shit ton of fucking money? Yeah. Because WrestleMania, at no, no matter what anybody says about it, WrestleMania equals money. And all these stadiums, any new stadium that's going to be built in the next however many couple of years, I, I feel like, yeah, WrestleMania is going to be there within a year or two of it fucking opening because the stadium wants it. They need to recoup some money. WrestleMania is easy. It's an easy draw because it always sells out. Yep. And so the Vegas one, I feel like that's a real guaranteed way to fucking remake their money. And goddamn, you're selling. It's, it's two fucking nights now. So you're selling out twice, twice and making all that fucking money. Not to mention the concessions and the, I'm sure they're listen. I'm sure they're doing a live nation and they're fucking getting a cut of the WWE <laughs> fucking merchandise. I'm sure that there's a deal because because if you think about it, 
well, the show I went to at the Staples Center, well, now it's the fucking crypto arena, but it was the Staples Center when I went. It was all crypto or Staples Center people selling the merchandise. There were no WWE employees selling merchandise. So that's usually the fee is they take 15 or 20% of whatever is sold mm. instead of, and they allow them to sell whatever the fuck they want there. Right. Now, granted, I will say this, the price, I think that is, it's 15 to 20% because the prices are 15 to 20% higher on everything. Yeah. Because the WWE is like, well, we're not going to take the loss. We're just going to fucking pass it on to the customer. So, because I almost bought a title belt when we went, but man, it, they, if they would have had the big gold world heavyweight title, they were sold out of it. But if they would have had it, I would have fucking, because normally it's like $3.99. It was like $500. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I would pay that. But it's right there. Yes, I would pay that to walk in with the belt. Yeah, I would have paid that immediately. No questions asked, but they didn't have it. And I think the other one that they had was the old WWE, like the undisputed, like when they made it like one belt mm. and, and it became the WWE title. And eh, I'm not really a big fan of that belt. I didn't really like that much, but I, I was not worth, I wasn't going to pay $500 for it for sure. Yeah. Definitely not. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so on the list, go to WrestleMania and that would also be cool too, just because of the fact that, yeah, we probably can't do a live fucking... We can take videos and shit and put them up on all the social medias of us there and everything. But, I mean, to, we could do podcast... We could do a podcast from Vegas, you know, at the at the fucking... Talking about the whole thing. And, and then, goddamn, just talking about the whole experience would be fucking cool as shit, too. I think a, a, sec, a close second for watch, seeing a pay-per-view would be... Uh, I think Royal Rumble would be a close second. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, to me, WrestleMania is the tippity-top. But... Yeah, I do want to go see a fucking Royal Rumble. And maybe maybe we wait until... Well, where's the Royal Rumble at this year? Did, did I even know? Let me see. I, I don't, let me, I don't let know me just double at. check real quick where it's at. Royal Rumble 2024. It is in... Who is the who is the winner of Royal Rumble 2024? It hasn't even started yet. Uh, Royal Rumble. Let's see. Where, Google's fortune telling. Yeah. Oh, dude, what if it did? What if it accidentally they fucking revealed it? I mean, you know, obviously whole thing's fixed so you know the, the outcome is predetermined yeah uh it says it is in state Pre- petersburg florida florida what the fuck so let's see when was the last time it was on the west coast it was in arizona in 2019 so at chase field so i and they it looks like royal rumble goes to texas a lot texas yeah shit it has not been in california 20 years Almost 2005, it was in Fresno, California. And that's the last time. Uh, it, that's the last time it was in California. Th- there of all places. I will say, though, to me, this means we're due. We're due for a Royal Rumble. In L.A., that'd be sweet. And especially at the fucking, yeah, at the at the new stadium, the whatever. You could uh, do it anywhere, dude. You could do it at the LAFC stadium. You can do it at the SoFi. There's so many stadiums oh, yeah. here. There are so many. In, in Southern California, they could put it anywhere. And you know what I... We we talked about this a little bit on the on the music podcast about the the Native Americans doing in all these oh, venues. But with, what if with, yeah? What if they built an arena? Yeah. And fucking WrestleMania or a fucking or the Royal Rumble or something. Oh man, was Did, here at Pachanga or fucking San Manuel or whatever. That'd be tits. That'd be fucking off. The I chain. feel like if they do that, the only way they get that done is if they do it in Palm Springs or uh, oh, they built yeah. like a thirty thousand. Like stadium, stadium, yeah, and they just throw heaps of money at them. Oh yeah, to uh, 
to make something like that happen. Because, okay, off on a tangent, but I was driving down the freeway and you see advertisements all, all over the place for yeah. Yamava and, right, and, yeah, and yeah. Pachanga. But one that I saw that kind of made me, left me aghast or had my jaw on the floor uh-huh. was Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to be playing. And I'm not like a huge fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I know they're an arena act. Yeah. And they're fucking playing at Yamava Sam at Sam Manuel. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, dude, they're. The San Manuel tribe is got to be fucking throwing them guaranteed money. Oh, yeah. A nice chunk of change. Yeah. To get this band out to, oh. to, to the Inland Empire. Yeah. It's so wild. It's so fucking wild. And it's to me, it's only a matter of time before they go after the WWE or even maybe AEW. Because mm. I'll tell you what, I'm not going to discriminate. I'll If there's an AEW pay-per-view that comes to Ontario... Mm. I don't know necessarily that they're going to be at SoFi, but like if they go to Ontario or even the crypto or crypto arena, I'd fucking, I mean, I think they just did one over here in the Coliseum or right. Inglewood Inglewood forum, the forum. That's right. That's what's called the forum. So, um, I mean, I fucking just wasn't paying attention and fucking fucked off and missed it. But the next one that comes out here, I think we should probably go see that and just, just do that. Just go see a live. I haven't seen any live AEW events either. So that'd be cool to just go see. And then, I'd prefer a pay-per-view where we know maybe some shit's going to happen. And mm. then as opposed to, but I mean, shit, even if they just came out to do a dynamite or fucking whatever the Saturday night collision one is, I'd fucking, I'd go watch that. Just fuck it. Who cares? The tickets are probably super cheap and you know, yeah, it'd sure be is. a fun time. I mean, sure. wrestling shows are always fun times, you not, know, not, not to throw shade at, at fucking AEW, but they, they sure as hell aren't selling out. That, that is, <laughs> fact. that is a fact. <laughs> We could probably do that thing where you wait till the last minute to buy the tickets at the door and get them for like nothing, like eight dollars. We could probably get. It. <laughs> probably. They might even pay us to go in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so, anyways, oh fuck yeah, we made it past an hour and a half. Oh yeah, hot diggity damn. Anyways, well, thank you for listening to our musings and our ramblings to uh, get us through to an hour and a half. And, anyways, uh, you know what to do. Follow us on the shit if you like it. If you don't like it, well, keep your balls a tug. All right. Um, also stay tuned for fucking Royal Rumble and, uh, look at us, uh, look for us to be at a WrestleMania, hopefully, uh, in the next, uh, 18 to 24 months or thereabouts. That was another wonderful, amazing, powerful episode of the Game Rage Wrestling Podcast. And take it from me, ladies and gentlemen, the natural lad, Jet Swag. If there's one podcast, one show you should be listening to that you should be absolutely grateful for, it's the Game Rage Wrestling Podcast. And one of the things you can do to show your appreciation for all the hard work and dedication that these boys put out day in, day out, just for you people. It's that you can go and you can subscribe and you can like and follow them on the Instagram and the TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. You can also follow them and like them and subscribe to them on the old Twitter, which I don't know what it's called now, but who cares? It's at Game Rage Mag there. Additionally, if you feel the need to really show your appreciation, which you should, 
then go to their website at www.gameragemagazine.com and show us some love. Show them some love and show some love for the natural lad, Jet Swag. Jet Swag.